Caller, you live. Scotty! What's up? You missing the most powerful recruiting tool in major college athletics. They've recruited more All-Americans than Prime, Nick Saban, and Urban Meyer all together. And you you know what it is, Scotty. Tell them what it is, Scotty. I don't know. Snow bunnies. Mm. You put the recruiting of crime with those snow bunnies, you have a match made in Division One Power Five heaven. You talking about dominance, snow bunnies, prime. That's how you dominate. That's how you take over college football with the power and draw of the snow bunny along with the, the, the power and appeal of Deion Sanders. You bring them together and you got prime time white snow bunny, the most powerful thing in college athletics. Nick Staben will retire the day after Deion Sanders takes the job. He knows he can't compete against Prime and Snow Bunny. There's no way. <laughs> listen. I, I'm just telling you. Listen. I'm, Snow, bunnies, Snow, Snow Bunnies have led to the recruitment of Herschel Walker, Bo Jackson, Billy Sims, Deion Sanders. And that's even before they can show up in public with them. So you got, look at see, I'm going to tell you this here. One of my good friends who played in the NFL told me this, guy. There's nothing like that sweet white neck. <laughs> now, I personally don't know. Now, now, I personally don't know. I've never dated, went out with, or had a kiss from anything other than a black woman. But my partner who was in the league and, and played uh, in the Southwest Conference back in the day, he said, there's <laughs> nothing like that sweet white neck. Streets. Oh, man, it's been a while, but we're back. Chopper Suit Convos. What's going on, Jamal? What it do, man? I'm chilling, man. I'm feeling good, man. What's up with you? Oh, man, just trying to figure out the key to these snow bunnies because I've realized a lot of brothers are using it to go to the next level. Shout out Deion Sanders. A lot of brothers like who? I think Deion Sanders, one of the reasons he went to Colorado is because he can unlock those snow bunnies to build a real power program, a real power five program. Do we have any real evidence? Like, where is this coming from? What do you mean? Like, where's all this Dion and white girl stuff coming from? Like, I don't, I feel like there's not a lot of. I think when you, when you are a coach in power five football, basketball, major athletics, you need the access to the snow bunnies to get these black athletes interested, not for Dion Sanders himself, but for the athletes he's recruiting. I mean, you saw the picture with the New York Knicks brothers like snow bunnies. And that's another story for another day, but I think to get these premium athletes, you need these snow bunnies. I disagree. I don't think you need you. I don't think they're going to these schools for white girls, honestly. I think that a lot of HBCUs amenities and facilities don't have anything. 
and and yeah, they have the lowest. They have they don't have snow bunnies. You saw my brother Zion. No, they don't have good facilities and weight rooms, and they yeah, don't but, have. And the alumni doesn't donate money, so there's no yeah, money there. Yeah, there's no snow bunnies, but Zion. No, there's no money there. Nah, yeah, there's nothing there, especially snow bunnies. No, there's no money there. Shout out there's my no, brother Zion. There's no great facilities. There's like you know what I mean. Like it's I don't think I think. Whoever is focusing on the snow bunny thing likes snow bunny. So I think, do you do you have something you want to tell us? I know that superstar athletes love snow bunnies. Shout out my brother. I think you love snow bunnies. Man, not really. It's not my thing. Like, where you, how you, rest in peace, Kobe. Shout out Zion. You got to yield. You got to yield with me on this kind of stuff. Like, you just popping out of nowhere talking about white girls a lot. I'm confused. Yeah, man, I've been seeing it. That's what's been going on in the media, especially. It was funny because I listened to Jason Whitlock the other day. I saw that episode. Yeah, and he was he was like, man, I've been trying to figure out how I can talk about brothers loving snow buddies. That but I there was only two black dudes in the picture. <laughs> then he saw the picture and he got happy. <laughs> but there was only two black dudes in the picture. Yeah, because Obi Toppin is a half and half, so he doesn't count, right? I mean, I'm counting him and uh, Julius Randle. It was only two and black Jaylen dudes. Jalen Brunson. Oh, yeah, Jalen Brunson. He's, like, invisible to me. No disrespect. Yeah, it's okay. Hey, I get but it. LeBron doesn't have a white girl. Chris Paul doesn't have a white girl. Dwayne Wade never had any white girl. Well, you saw the picture. Carla Anthony LeBron. doesn't have a you white girl. You saw the picture of LeBron with his white girl. He was happy. Carmelo <laughs> Anthony doesn't have a white girl. Like well, He doesn't I'm, have a girl, period. He's single. But I'm just saying he doesn't have a mixed kid. Bradley Bill don't got a white girl. What what is his wife? I don't know what black. she is, so I don't know. She's black. Black, black or half black. We come in all shades of colors, man. I don't know. We do, man. No, you said black, black or half black. What black is she? She's black. If she's half black, she's black. Well, I don't know. I think, yeah, that is how they do it in America, but I like how the Europeans say we're mixed race. Of yeah. course, because you like European shit. You nah, like white girls, you, you love soccer, you like all this white stuff. Because because like, that's how like y'all that's how y'all people roll, man. You, gotta, you can't hide who you are. I like that the Europeans they acknowledge, hey, we have white too, but I know in America they have to say they're black because the whites didn't want them, so they. No, had that's a reason, but also just that is why. no. That's a reason, but also just scientifically, the black genes are just dominant. So, and that's not like no um fucking pan Africanism shit or nothing like that. Like that's just a true fact. Yeah, but if the whites want, that's why I respect Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless was like, "Hey, man, I'm trying to take some of these half whites. We can't let these blacks have them all. Why can't I claim Blake Griffin? I like what he said that." I was like, you're of course right. you did. Of course you did, man. You're like, yeah, you should you're like reeking it. of, and I don't even want to say it because y'all gonna be hating on me. But you know, oh. y'all people, y'all people love that white stuff, man. Hey, man, shout out to the whites out there. And y'all love hating on us. I don't know what's up with that. Do brothers bother y'all? I'm talking about West Africans. Y'all love them whites, and y'all love hating on us. I said it. I had to probably have. Here, he's showing his colors right now. Oh, Dan shit. loves to hate on black people. Do I? Oh uh, well. Yeah. Hey, if you, you call can, quarterbacks, I, I, you call them Kunta quarterbacks and hip hop quarterbacks. Oh yeah, I do call. I like calling uh black quarterbacks that uh run very well and can't throw as well. I like calling them hip hop quarterbacks. Y'all love European shit. You know the East Siders, they fuck with us. Like I always say that the East the East Africans, they fuck with us heavy. They don't really fuck with the whites like that, like y'all do. I don't know. 
I don't really be kicking it with the East Siders like that because they be well. They fuck with us and they never really hate on us. They be getting mad. Shout out Abraham. He said he didn't like us dealing with his women because they got little chops. But that's another story for another day. (laughs) Little chops. Shout out little chops. Shout out all my boys on the East Side. Y'all know where y'all at. Little chops. I might walk down on y'all. Little chops over here just making all these crazy white girl loving claims. Get out of here with that. I want to hear that. <laughs> you don't think the snow buddies are the key to success? Fuck no, they're not that. I, if you could say, if you say, if you want to say Spanish and like that kind of stuff, now that's that's black dudes' weaknesses. Like those that that brown girl ambiguity. Like you could either be Middle Eastern or you could be Spanish. You be like some Asian or like you know what I'm saying. That's the real weakness. White girls, we ain't tripping off them like that no more. I mean, you, but you're speaking I, for yourself, I think, in this aspect. I mean, I can't lie though. From I what, do. I've, what I've experienced hanging out with Division One athletes from Norfolk State, ODU, Wake Forest, you know, different schools. I've been around travels as a young sports journalist, and I have seen that the Snow Bunny they do enjoy it very much. I'm not gonna lie, I'm to I say do get they like one more than the other, but hey, Snow Bunnies, hey, they are a very they do very well in the brothers community. To give you some credit, they do. I, there is a rap uh, athlete every now and then, like pretty commonly that pops up with one that be shocking me. I be thinking, and I be thinking the same thing that Jason Woodlock and them said, like, damn, that's the best you could do. Like, <laughs> you know, like they say when we get. The snow bunnies, we get like the average ones, but when the white dudes get our joints, they get the baddest joints. Word. Block type. So they do be having some regular degular Beckys, and I don't get it at all. <laughs> Let me be a motherfucking New York Nick, nigga. Like, what? All these Dominicans and black girls up there? You think I'm going to have me a little Becky? Please. <laughs> I don't understand these niggas, man. That's what yeah, they man. like. That's what I was saying. That's shout out Zion, my favorite basketball player. You saw that average white girl. That, he's from South Carolina, though. Exactly. But that's my point. A lot of these brothers are from country places, and they just happy to have a white girl. Hey, like Shannon Sharp. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's the price for these brothers. But hey, spent too much money. I said spent too much money. Spent too much time talking about cockazoids. Let's talk hey, about man, sweat. Yeah, man. That's. That skit is hilarious, though. I like that skit. He's, <laughs> hold on. I don't know if it's done, but I'll play it later. I'm going to try to see if I can edit it to the end of the joint so people can hear what I was geeking on with the snow bunnies. Oh, man. Anywho, what's been going on in hip-hop? What have you been listening to? Blue Bucks. Uh, Blue Bucks clan. I thought you hated them. No, nah, I didn't hate them. Um. I thought they was tight, but I fuck with them way more than I when I when I first listened. So I've been bumping that a lot. You know I'm saying can't believe it added up. Have you ever? You know what I mean? All that's good stuff. And then I'm excited because I'm about to run through GT's discography. I've always liked his features. I never really tapped in with him fully, but I'm realizing that he's probably my last hope for Detroit. Uh, PZ still kind of does his Detroit thing a little bit. Ray, his first album of this year, Face, was amazing. I love that album. I didn't really like Mob um, at all, like not even a little bit. But I just uh, seen that uh, GT dropped something. Uh, well, he dropped a few joints this year, but yeah, I'm about to I'm about to run through his joints. Um, so I've just been bumping like you know my same old Detroit shit, West Coast shit. You know what I mean? Player shit. I don't really 
bump no Atlanta or no Memphis people, no Chicago people, nothing like that. So did you like I Swear Vezo's tape? No, I didn't. It, I finally agree with everyone who says he keeps making the same song over and over. Like it's just and it's the it's the type of ones that he's making over and over too. Like he don't make like the back end type songs no more. He don't even touch those kind of beats now. He got like these new like they're not Atlanta beats, but like he does the same flow. And then once again, Future is choppy on it again. He can't move on those beats for some reason. They need to stop doing those kind of beats. But I wasn't really a fan of it. There might have been like one song I liked, but I won't listen to it again. I just think, and I think it's not really necessarily his fault in totality. I just think that the Detroit rappers, they had to grind for like 10 years before they got any shine. So that's just a lot of material that's not going to reach a lot of people at this level like because they want to change and they want to grow but they're i just believe that detroit's a city where they have a dope rap scene dope artists but they had to grind for so long that their best material is going to be behind them unfortunately i mean you could say that with a lot of rappers though not i mean team east side and payroll and vezo they literally been rapping for 10 years there's not too many. Like when Twenty One Savage came out, he wasn't rapping for tw- ten years. I know Gunner was rapping for a long time, but he wasn't. Like a lot of these Detroit rappers had a following for ten years, is what I'm saying. Like Gunner, when you look at when you watch like the then and now, Gunner didn't he really have that big of a following as like Team Eastside did in 2012, 2013. So I just feel like. When it comes to like by the time he did drip season two, he had a big following like they did. When was what year was that? That's the orange one or the green one? The orange one. That's like 2016, 17, like five years ago. And yeah, that, that's what I'm saying though. Well, tape did so well. That's why Metro wanted to executive produce drip season three. But Doughboy's Cash Shop been out since when? Since probably the late 2000s, early 2010s. And Team Eastside been out since when? Like what? 2012. Vezo had a song with Big Sean that came out in like 2013. Like they had to grind for so long. And then now that they're on, I just, to me, it just seems like their best music is behind them. Like all their older stuff. And like you said, you could say that about a lot of rappers, but a lot of their older stuff is way better. Like Gunna did get better from the Orange Joint. You know what I'm saying? The green one was dope. The one where he's in the water with the umbrellas dope. I'm sure people like Wanna a lot. You know what I mean? His last album was pretty good. I mean, it was okay, but a lot of people actually they get better. Like 21 has to me, you could some people can argue that he's gotten better, even though I like Red Ops and all that kind of stuff better. But I just feel like that long grind is kind of like hindering them. Have you listened to it? Some of it, but I was never I swear Vezo fan. He's like Larry June and me. They do a lot of the same thing over and over again. All the projects are kind of the same. Nothing stands out. So yeah, eh, I got bored of it and cut it yeah. off. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, yeah, that's why I was never I swear Vezo fan. I was like, he's cool, but eh, he's he's Detroit Larry June and me. If you don't do that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of artists that are cool, but you can never make a project that stands out 
from the rest of your stuff, then I don't think you're that nice. So that's what Vezo is to me. He makes cool songs on the same beat, but hey, it is what it is. That's why he signed the deal with QC. He probably realized, let me just try to cash in because it's almost over. What about payroll though? You would you call yourself a payroll fan? Yeah, those are the only Detroit rappers I'm a fan of. Payroll and Babyface Ray. And yeah, Mob was whack. Face is good though, but, but Mob was low. But don't you think payroll kind of does the same thing? Yeah, he but does he, have his different, like his Carlos. Yeah, but stuff. the reason why he's better than all of them is because of his content. He mm-hmm. actually talks about real game. He talks about life, mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. to make yourself a better man, a better person, someone with morals and values. That's not a lot of rappers that do that. That's why his music will always sound good to me because he gives game. He's the best actual rapper in terms of having lyrics in Detroit. And I even even respect that he started learning how to produce himself. I like that. Oh, all right. And 10 plus years of an artist, he's trying to learn a new skill to expand his mind. Royce 5'9 did that recently too, that he produced his own album. So I like when, OGs try to add new tools to their craft to expand their artistry. These kids ain't doing that. That's why I love Chief Keith for learning how to make beats. Like a lot of these kids, they would benefit from that. It would unlock something else in their mind to create. But you know, but I, I feel like I, I mean I love Chief Keith for doing that too. But I feel like he's never been able to like really pop like he ever has of course well, not like he ever has he, but not even close to it well we're gonna talk about it. that a little later when 10th anniversary of uh finally rich mm-hmm. but uh what do you think is next for i swear vezo and detroit rap is it over <laughs> based on what you said <laughs> i mean what's the next new hot city if detroit's out of there already i think doug needs to come out of jail um and I think PZ and Ray need to go back. They need to rap on the shit that GT's rapping on. Like GT's, I hope that in the perfect world, GT stays true to the sound and he actually gets to pop and gets a big following. And then they all learn like, oh, we should kind of stick, like, you know what I mean? Stick to our shit. Like, cause I mean, I can't really say that for PZ. He still does his thing. Like Babyface Ray kind of be, he wants to rap on slow piano beats and rap slow and shit and it's just like dog dude, like i don't know where's the sauce at man like so but like i said face was amazing i love face that was good but i just look at mob as like a mixtape honestly I, I know that's not his best stuff he's just putting something out but Why i don't know like putting something out do you think just to put it out um just to try just to test stuff out just to see what he can do what we like and see what he needs to do just to see how cold the water is how hot the water is but one thing about detroit i will say they could be over because i haven't all their pot like their new age pioneers are still at the forefront i haven't really seen any young ones like of course you got baby money but i haven't really seen any young ones like everybody who's popped from the new renaissance of detroit like um Bang Gang, Payroll from Doughboys, Cash Out, all the Team East Side rappers. Um, you know, T Grizzly's not really as hot. And, um, but just that, like, era, they're still, like, running it. There's, like, nobody after them. You had, like, TJ 
X6, but you know, I didn't think he was gonna really have so much longevity. Um, but I think that might be the problem. They don't have it like which is the thing I've been saying about rap in general. None of the young there's not too many like young people making waves. And that's weird to me. Why is that weird? Because I feel like growing up, there was always a young rapper that was hot and like threatening the established rappers. There was always somebody who like, I'm 18 and I'm killing shit. Like that's kind of what Kodak was. That's kind of what Uzi was. The Migos, they were young and, and threatening things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's no like young, like you got NBA young boy who's doing his thing. Um, Roddy Rich kind of doing his thing, but then you got people like Dirk who's been out for 10 years. Like, there's a lot of people who have been around for, for a while that are still cemented, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but there's no young blood. I feel like rap is a young sport and there's not so much young blood, not anymore. It's not a young man's sport anymore, it's a full fledged industry now. So, mm -hmm. people are gonna last, the kids don't last as long, and in today's wave. There is no one star. There, like one channel, everyone pays attention to. Whatever you like, there's a king in that. You don't have to be in the same world. Some people say JID's album is a classic. I never even heard it. <laughs> That's what the rap game is now. There's so many different corners. You don't have to pay attention to the mainstream. You can pay attention to whatever world you want. If you want to just look at Michigan rap, or Midwest rap, you can do that. If you just want to pay attention to Memphis rap, you can do that. If you want to just listen to the Alchemist world, Griselda, you can do that. If you just want to listen to the shit-talking rap, uh, Blue Blucks and all that, you can too. So there's so many different corners of rap. That's why it is harder for niggas to get on. Like NBA Youngboy is a star, but I can't name you five songs he has because i don't have to i don't have to pay attention to that world even yeah. though he's successful so that's just what rap is everybody's in their little corner you listen to what you want and that's what it is like did you listen to ab soul's album i know you used to be a big fan of his um it came out today right yeah i haven't listened to it yet but i will listen to it and i'm a little nervous um, cause that's first single, it wasn't bad, but I just, when it gets, when people start like moving slow, I just can't do it, man. Like that, that was a very slow track. Like, it was just like, come on. So, but I'm definitely going to listen to it. Like his LA leakers freestyle was amazing. Like his wordplay is fun. Like he's exciting when he gets in that bag. I love when he does that kind of stuff. And he mentioned that in an interview, um, he was talking about how like his friends be like, were like, yo, like. You're from the hood, bro. Like, I know you, like, they were saying he likes to be in, like, in a character, like, Prophet and Black Lip Bastard and all that kind of stuff. They were like, how come you just, you don't just rap about just, like, regular shit every now and then? And he said it kind of, it was like an epiphany for him. So I hope. He realized he didn't have to be a scientist every song. All the time. Yeah, like, <laughs> and, you know, I, you know, I don't mind his science raps. When you love like, science rap. When they're dope. And Shout they're out like, to Electronica. Well, his he, he has like surface level. Oh, that gave you CTE right there. He has like surface level science raps. Hey man, exactly, man. Don't worry about Elohim. Absol had like very dope esoteric 
science raps. Is that, is that probably what took him too far and he had to really take a break from recording? I didn't pay attention to you know much of his content, but I saw that they said he almost committed suicide. I'm glad he's still with us. So he's been going through a lot throughout the years. I hope he's all right. Yeah, he says he's in therapy. And it's helped a lot. I didn't know that he almost committed suicide. That was yeah. Just... These brothers be going through a lot. That's why a lot of times when people wonder, oh, what, are, how come they not dropping? You never know what they're going through. So, whoa! Shout out Mike say he said Babyface album crazy. So he likes the Babyface Ray album. Mm. Damn, that's not good. Well, he's a young brother, so you know I, I like to pay attention to what the young homies are doing because you know I, i'm tapped in with the community you definitely got to pay attention to what they're doing but that sucks that means babyface ray's gonna keep making that kind of stuff <laughs> i was and hoping mike, and mike say he is a he's a brother that's tapped in he does a lot of uh promotional stuff for clubs out in the dc area so hey man he's a roast bar don so if he likes it uh oh i mean that's the thing though that album wasn't bad it's just i just didn't like it yeah, it's not good. I, I can say that. I listen. Yeah, you don't like it? No, nah, it's poo. Why? I don't remember nothing about. It. I, listen, <laughs> I was like, what? I forgot like two songs I liked, and I was like, man, what is this? That's why I'm happy. Hey, hey I'm gonna say it again because we're gonna talk about one brother in a little bit. But hey, I guess I can use this to segue. You mentioned what you've been listening to. All I've been listening to is future leaks, and these leaks are fire. Mm. I don't know who's been leaking the music. I don't agree with leaking music, but if it's out, I'm going to listen to it. I don't want to die. Banger. Money forever. Silly. Uh, what's it called? What? Let me look through this real quick. Are they clear leaks, yeah. or do they sound kind of ugly? Nah, it's all clean, man. I, I'm mm. not, I don't know who you think I am, but I'm one of the kings of this, and I don't just you know the Cardi leaks be kind of ugly. The Cardi leaks be ugly, and they still like it. Yeah, because those are white children. So <laughs> let me see, Pluto. Let me see. Oh yeah, fuck on you, fire. Hey, a lot of these songs go. He has a song with Roddy that's pretty good. A song, a couple songs with No Cap. Shine like diamonds. Hey, that song's pretty good. I see why people like No Cap. Ran out of Fanta. I need that. Junkies in the hallway. Shh. Getting out of hand. Hey, man. I, I need feel like no three. Lot, I feel like a lot of rappers are working with the new people again. I feel like there was like a few years where they were like, like Boston Richie wouldn't get the song with Future and like. Well, that's Future's artist, so that don't count. That don't count. Or like Twenty One has a song with Shot Glizzy. You know well, they're saying? buddies. They've done music in the past, too. So I think they're yeah. actually cool. That's why I told you and Osei in the group chat a couple weeks ago that when I listened to 21's interview with a DJ Academics, DJ yeah. Academics brought up Shaq Lizzy mm -hmm. and acting like they wouldn't know who he is. And they was like, man, what are you talking about, man? We fuck with Shaq Lizzy. That's yeah. the only I and saw that. Yeah. So, yeah, he likes Shaq Lizzy. They've done music before in the past, too. So I think they got a like a real friendship. And then Cardi, obviously, it's easy for her to work with Glorilla. Yeah, you know, because she, she's not Nikki. Yeah, she's a superstar, so she can tap whoever she wants to work with. The same like Nikki working with Bia, you know. When you're a superstar and you like a song, a lot of times the younger artists will be happy to work with you. So Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, so that's just the game. But yeah, these future leaks have been holding me down. And hey, man, I realized how much happy I am to be a future fan because there's always music for us to listen to, whether official or unofficial. And not every fan base is as blessed. So thank you, Future, for always working hard. And I know you're about to drop again soon because you're about to go on tour. I might see you next month in D.C. We're going to find out soon. Dang, so Future definitely holds it down for you as a fan. Yeah, he gives every time he holds it down. I have a lot of music for him. Even the year he didn't drop an album, I still had a lot of features, leaks. There's always a lot of future leaks, but it's been abundant recently. But hey, man, Metro, Heroes and Villains, the second album, one of Future's best collaborators. Did you enjoy this project? It wasn't bad. Um, I did enjoy it, actually. Um, not every song, of course. Um, I definitely like um, Too Many Nights. Um, I think I like Umbrella. Metro Spider obviously is the best song. I like the I Can't Save You interlude. I feel like you didn't like it because you wish it was a real song. I just don't like Don Tolliver rapping. Uh, He's like I Travis. Him. I don't want to hear you boys rap. You guys are melodic boys. I don't respect your bars like that. You know I love it because you know I've been wanting Future and Don Tolliver to work together. Yeah, so that's good. Don Tolliver, that's your brother. And I like ASAP Rocky on there. I liked him on there. They said was, Metro, I read one of the interviews and he said that this album he felt like was his chronic 2001 and Don Tolliver was his Nate dog. Yeah, no, yeah. sir. <laughs> yeah, that's what he was going for. <laughs> nah, definitely wasn't your chronic. That weekend waste was annoying. Hey, it's not a waste when it's the most popular song on the album. He needed it. Yeah, hey, I don't like that song at all. I don't like that kind of weekend. That was like, <laughs> that's like keeping the weekend in a cage. Hey, man, he needed it. That's the only time he does quote-unquote black stuff. Other than that, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> his new nigga. stuff, his new stuff is super popular. Yeah, he's a disco nigga, so, hey, he. this is the only time he does the quote-unquote black stuff, so, hey. But it's dope, in, it's dope in person. When I went to go see him perform, I actually liked a lot of the disco songs he was singing. Where? I like them, like, on my own. Were you under um, the influence? Um, of course, I was sipping. Yeah, good, good answer. Sipping that drink. <laughs> I was asking about a different influence. Nah, no shrooms for me, buddy. Nah, not that one. <laughs> None of that uh nose candy either. <laughs> I don't need any fentanyl in my body, man. Yeah, word life. Oh yeah, the John Legend song immediately got skipped. I was like, <laughs> how dare you try to play John Legend around me like this? And no Rick Ross is involved. Uh, that sounded like a Rick Ross song. True. Yeah, that I, I had no clue. Like I was pissed when I heard that. And then the next song came on. And then the, the Chris Brown part at the end, I don't, I just didn't understand that. But I liked um Future's part, but um Yeah, I didn't really yeah, I didn't I didn't really care for them. What's up with this cactus jack tape, man? Keep it honest, man. What's up with all this cactus jack stuff? Yeah, I'm a little worried for why Travis, did you make man. this happen? Why I'm, did you I'm worried? I'm worried for Travis, honestly. I feel like well, honestly, I feel like Travis is the kind of artist where when you feature him, it's it's not really going to do as much. I think I feel like his music for himself is way better all the time. So I can't really be too worried, but I'm a little worried for him. I feel like he might not ever be the same. <laughs> Why? I mean, he's done 
on based the on this Metro album, he was on the project the most as well. So this isn't anything out of the ordinary. But I will say and repeat that him Rocky was the breath of fresh air. It felt like you know, I mean, I kind of forgot about him and I kind of miss him as an artist. You know who was one of the producers on that beat? Who? Thundercat. Oh, no wonder why I liked it. I wonder <laughs> why the beat sounded like that. Yeah. So shout out to Metro for linking up with a lot of other producers to get this sound. It's honorable C note uh, makes a few appearances. Um Alan Ritter, TM88, David and Eli, Prince85, Oz D. Rich. Yeah, Thundercat on one joint. So yeah, salute to all them. And it was nice to hear Takeoff, you know, that was cool. Yeah. And his version uh, of the alphabetical slaughter. Yeah, and Rocky said on his album coming soon called Don't Be Dumb. There's a lot of Metro beats. And there's so much Metro beats, you might as well call it Flacco booming. So, hey, look forward to that, I guess. But the project overall, I think it's pretty good. Um, I read one article that said that it brought a new twist to the producer album in terms of having like a cast of artists that you use them kind of like main characters because you see Don Tolliver's all over the album, Travis is, Future is. 21 is so they're like the main characters and then you have uh, oh yeah thugs on a couple tracks then you have uh guest appearances by gonna take off rocky makes like a, he's on a couple songs including feel the fire so looks like he really tried to make a cohesive project even though it's a producer album so i like that aspect and I remember when we talked about the preview about all oh, all these great producers have made great albums. So I want to see someone from this generation do it. I'm like, yeah, they mm-hmm. they made good. They made great rap albums like the, the Chronic No Way Out. But if you're just talking about an album that a producer made and they didn't rap on it, it's not as good as you think. It's like you like Swiss beats. You have Marley Marl in Control Volume 1, 1988. That's a masterpiece. And then it's like, um, because even Pete Rock on his joint, Soul Survivor, he raps on it. So that kind of doesn't count. Like we never got a DJ Premier in his prime making an album. Or RZA, because like RZA, I guess you could say Wu-Tang, but he's a rapper too. So that kind of don't count. I get, well, not. Yeah, you could say he made albums like for Ghostface, uh, Raekwon, Jizza, but like, yeah, so who else? Uh, I was thinking about like Swiss Beats, you could say the uh, Rough Riders Volume 1 compilation, that was like his unofficial album. Remember he had the one with the, hey ladies. Yeah, but he was rapping on it. Oh, the most. Yeah, that was his rap album. Oh. Yeah, so... You know, it kind of don't count. Timbaland tried to do the basement, but, you know, he was rapping too. So I guess out of the new generation, shout out to Jay Dilla. I feel like his best album was Donuts, but that's an instrumental album. So that don't count either. So high tech had one. Oh, my, high tech. Remember I told you I was listening to it on my way Oh, back yeah, he did have one. Yeah, I forgot about it. Yeah, he did. And he had that um song I told you about. I really don't know what you came here for. Yeah, around, yeah. And he has most definitely all on there and shit. Yeah, so hey, man, I I wish we would get a eight away. Southside, 
Well, he's coming out with one, right? Well, he's a rapper, so I don't know what he's doing. Outside? Yeah, you forgot Southside raps. Oh man. If you forgot about that, you know Pierre, he can't do one because he raps too. Oh yeah, he don't give nobody his beats anymore. <laughs> I didn't so, like his last one at all. What good movie? Yeah, it was like a like a date album or some shit. I mean, hey, what else is this content about other than girls and trying but to But it was good? just like forceful, like well, you didn't like it? You don't want to take a lady to a nice movie? Of course I do. I took a lady to the movie show day, but I don't want like I don't like the beats. Like the, I just know it's not a life of Pierre, so I'm not tripping. As long as life of Pierre six don't sound like that, I'm good. There's no the life of Pierre six coming. Sorry. Why do you why do you want to say that? Why do you want to say that? Why would he stop at five? Is that what you're supposed to do? It was like Rocky Six, wasn't it? Okay, he didn't want it. He said he only did the life of Pierre to get Kanye's attention. Kanye got his attention, or he got Kanye's attention on the life of Pierre Four. So, five is the last one. Dang. Damn. Well, you're sad about that. I love that album a lot. I still listen to it. Hey, you always have it. It's not going away. It was still one of my most played albums this year. And it was definitely one of my most played last year. Let people know your uh, Apple wrap-up list. Oh, okay. Well, my Apple wrap-up list, let's see. Because I forgot. All right. So the artist that I listened to the most was Future with 5,318 minutes. Then it was Babyface Ray, 3,000 minutes. Larry June, 2,000. All Black, 1,600 minutes. Peasy, number five, 1,500 minutes. Drake Oda Ruler, number six, 1,500 minutes. Jay Worthy, 1,300, but that was mainly because of um two peas in a pod, but I like Jay Worthy. London Drugs, 13, but that's because of two peas in a pod. But that's a, Sean House is an, an amazing producer. Van Gang Lonnie, 1,300 at number nine. Then, of course, OG Tupac. Number 10, 1,200 minutes. And the album that I played the most was Two Peas in a Pod. Number two, I Never Liked You. Number three, The Life of Pierre Five. Number four, Face. Number five, It's Almost Dry. Number six, Super Slimy. Number seven, Future Hendrix Presents uh, The Wizard. Number eight, Distant Relatives. Number nine, Hard to Kill, Bang Gang Lonnie. Number 10, Fuck Rap 2, Bang Gang Lonnie. Those are the albums I played the most. So who is your favorite artist of the year? Hmm. Favorite artist of the year. That's hard because I still listen to like old Jay-Z and like D-Block and like DMX and stuff. Um, Favorite of the year? <laughs> hey, man, shut up, man. I do. Niggas ain't your favorite artist of the year, man. I'm just saying like I, I guess it has to be future. Like I listen to him the most. And Osei was laughing at that. Shout out Osei, one fourth of ring culture. He said you hate on future a lot, but you're a fan. What's up with that? I am a fan. Everybody knows I'm a future fan. I don't hate on him. Why do you hate him so much? I don't hate on him. I love this album. I was excited. I was happy. I couldn't believe Whoa. he was able to make know. something that good at this point in his career. Whoa, I don't know. The people are saying they get could they get confused. What 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 do I hate on future about? 
I don't know. I need to ask them too because I, you know me. I just sometimes I tune you out, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't be remembering. I don't be remembering what uh, the their points of contention are. So I think maybe before this album, I probably seemed like I was hating on them, but once this album came out, it was no not that much hate of Future this year. Word. I listened to him for five thousand minutes. Yeah, it's nasty. <laughs> five thousand that's a lot like you know what I'm saying? like when i seen other people's apple like replay they didn't have five thousand minutes in there for nobody yeah that's sick so i'm a feature fanatic man yeah i see i love future and yeah oh yeah they were also saying they like the you like to bother me about being a future fan but now they're gonna hear this and be like oh double yeah, you're, you're like a crazy feature fan i criticize him i criticize him too you like everything like you like ben's friends yeah i like the lyrics i do like that song i like when he said he's going to a girl's house bumping little boosie i I do like that you like honest yeah i do yeah i don't like that album i know i i think future the majority of the future mixtape fans don't like honest but Dang. me, I don't have a streaming service. I still buy music, so. Damn, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a feature fan, closet feature fan. But I like to pretend like I'm not. Nah, I think you just fan. you like a, not a closet feature fan. You're just a guy that likes to hate on people you love, so it confuses people. <laughs> so. I don't hate on Lamar Jackson. It's, I don't know. He's, well, that's he's because there. he's football. I don't think you're gonna like hate on people that because you respect how hard he works to get hit, and you know how it's a crazy <laughs> sport. So, how hard he works to get hit. But yeah, for me, these are my favorite albums of the year. Number ten, Mr. Money with the Vibe, Asake. Shout out to Magic Sticks, the producer. I think of this brother combined the South African and piano sound with the traditional Fiji uh, chants and Afro beats. And he made a crazy album. Now that my top nine albums, these are the nine albums I did buy in 2022. Number nine, Two Alive, Geek Pack, Yeet. Number eight, Two Peas in a Pod, Jay Worthy, London Drugs, and Larry June. Number seven, Honestly, Nevermind, Drake. Number six, King's Disease 3, Nas. Number five, Face by Babyface Ray. Number four, I Never Liked You by Future. Number three, Continuance by Currency and the Alchemist. Number two, It's Almost Dry by Pusha T. And number one, The Villain I Never Was by Black Sheriff. Black Sheriff, hey, hey, you are golden hope, bruh. You're mm-hmm. the best artist Gunner's had in a long time. I hope you have a long, successful career. I see Akon be goosing off you, DJ Khaled. A lot of brothers hear the spirit in your music. You're one of the best writers. You, hey, you focus. So I'm I'm excited that Ghana, we got a star now. Do you like Sarkody? Sar- I haven't listened to his album yet, but you know me, I'm not a I'm not a rapidy rap guy. So mm. I haven't listened to his album yet, but I'll check it out. Why were they bullying Wizkid? Oh, because his last album wasn't good and he was criticizing people about not having money, trying to diss Nigerian rappers. And now he's skipping shows like he was supposed to have a show in Ghana. He didn't go. Then he was supposed to have a show at the Ivory Coast. He didn't go. He's just moving like a villain. And people are like, hey, man, 
you're an arrogant guy. You need to humble yourself. Burner Boys having over 15,000 at a show in D.C. and doing big shows in London. Asake's doing big shows. You ain't on their level. So a lot of the Nigerian uh, <laughs> music fans are turning on Wizkid like, hey, man, you ain't as nice as you think you are. You're out of form, all right? These brothers are passing you. Dang, is he to getting too pop? I mean, he's he's a singer, so I mean, Starboy. Yeah, exactly. He's the pop brother, so he's not like Burna Boy can make street anthems. He can still get good. That's not Wiz Kid's lane. He's a lover boy. Hmm. Dang. It seems like people they always scared to pull up to Ghana. Nah, they have shows in Ghana. It's just the promotion wasn't well. Uh, Whoever did the promotions for the show, it wasn't right. I remember Burner didn't want to pull up. They said who? Remember Burner didn't want to pull up. Burn oh, that was because of a fight. Yeah, <laughs> that nigga's crazy. That's why. Yeah, he didn't want to see Shata Wale. Yeah, I'm not pulling up on that nigga, man. Shit. <laughs> that nigga jumped on the stage and like landed on himself. You know, yeah, would you want problems with somebody like that? Yeah, Shata Wale, shout out to him, man. He's like in that Ron Artest Mike Tyson, like like lame like you don't want problems with those kind of people. that's what he that's what he reminds me of and that's burner boy's og man burner boy looked up to him when he was coming up he used to always be with shatawale when he would come to ghana but you know things change you know once the homie comes bigger than you the dynamics get different so that's another story for another day but uh for me right now I would say, obviously, my artist of the year, it has to be Future, but hey, it's because of most likely, mostly these leaks, man. These leaks are too good. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Some of the eras you can hear, like, the rapping style, that, oh, okay, maybe this is this, that maybe this is this era, but with his music, honestly, you can't pinpoint it. It's hard. But hey, man, who do you think is going to go to another level next year out of all the artists you see are do you think it's going to be a new artist like Glorilla that becomes a star a legit star or do you think it's going to be someone like an older rapper that hasn't dropped in a while that comes back and people love him again like maybe schoolboy Q yeah Big Sean or something um I I feel like Glorilla would be a star f- for the for the blacks. I don't I I I don't want to like um put like limits on her, but I don't know if the whites are gonna gravitate to her, like how they did. Like I feel like Meg had a kind of hard time with that. Like Cardi didn't. Cardi the whites they loved her, um but um who's gonna be a, who's gonna go go to the next level? I, it's I think uh, I don't know, man. It's hard to say. How do you feel like the Drake and Twenty One album? Not to get off topic. How do you do? You think that, is it dead already? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's still doing pretty well. Did you play any of the songs at the wedding you DJed? No. Shout out to James and Jasmine. God bless. By the way. Yes, that was such a beautiful wedding. The vibes, the vibes were beautiful. The setting was beautiful. The vibes were beautiful. I did my thing on that joint. So you, you know, didn't ask you didn't ask twenty one to do something for you? No, nah, I didn't. 
Why not? I probably should have. I forgot. <laughs> so you don't like it, and then you're letting it die. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's still a good album. Yeah, I hear I mean, people I listening to it still. 21, can you do something for me? I mean, I don't know. But, yeah, I can't really call who's going to blow. Like, I don't know. It would be dope if it's somebody that I don't know about. Don't I just hope that there's another Afrobeats anthem, um, like, this December that will blow up next summer, how it usually happens. But I just hope there's another Afrobeats anthem. I don't want Last Last to be the last one. I mean... How many Afrobeats anthems have there technically been in America? You got Joanna, Jo, Jo, Joanna, and uh, Fire, Fire. That was an anthem. DeVito had it for a minute. Which and one? Then... What you mean, which one? Yeah, which song you mean? I'm asking which DeVito song? Joanna and Fire. Mm. Both. You don't think so? I don't know. I didn't hear it as much, but hey. If I tell you that I love you, oh, do, do, my baby, my baby. You don't think that was an anthem? No, dude, no, dude. That was a that was a vibe for a minute. And Joanna, Drew, Drew. That was a vibe. And then, um, of course, Essence. I feel like WizKid had one before Essence. That's Afro B, by the way. What you mean? Joanna, that's Afro B, not DeVito. Oh, oops. Well, yeah, DeVito that had was two. Banger. That's why I was like, that's why I was like, DeVito had two, though. He had two. Which one? <laughs> I don't know, but he had two. I forgot what the other one called. What's the one where he says, um, is I'm probably, it's probably fire, where he says he throws a banana on you, money man, on you. I don't remember lyrics. Cause he love, cause he loves you. You know, I don't remember lyrics, man. I don't know. Oh, you say his name's Afrobeat? Yeah, Drogba. Oh, yeah, it is Drogba. You're right. So I'm like, what? <laughs> DeVito, that's why I was like, what? Who? I could have sworn DeVito had like two of them, but still. Maybe he does, but I maybe it just didn't reach me. But um, I, I feel like Whiskey had one before Essence. Uh, What, Come Closer with Drake? What was they playing in America? They weren't playing Olu Jogba. True. That's some like... When I think about Afrobeat songs that hit America, yeah, you can say Drogba by Afrobeat. You can say Yay by Burna Boy. Oh, yeah. DeVito had If and Fire. Okay. Yeah, I don't really remember those, but... If is the one I think that's... If I tell you that, that's that one. Okay. I don't know. I never got into DeVito like that, so hey. Yeah, there was a time where, like, people i was hanging with was like they love devito like <laughs> yeah he was him. the one that he's like the uh afro beats guy that americans like the most because he was working hard to be liked in america oh yeah didn't he do like a oh that was actually burning boy Hold, which one did an album with diddy that was burning right yeah yeah and that album wasn't that good but hey then you don't think there was as many afro beats you don't think there's as many Afrobeats anthems as I make it seem like? Yeah, the ones in America, yeah, it's not. If you if we in the UK, then yeah, of course that's different because that's where Africans are the majority. But in actual America, no, nah, ain't that much. Dang. Yeah, you know what's going on with Big Smoke, man? What the hell? What is he doing? Who's that? Big Smoke. 
Yeah, what's that? Skip, nigga. Oh, I don't know. I think he's chilling, bro. He's been in the rap game for almost 20 years. He ain't active like that no more. Yeah. He's old. <laughs> that was a fun that was a fun time when he was like doing it ain't safe and asking questions. <laughs> it was just fun when Skepta was around. My brother's 40. You ask it for him. You know, UK artists, they're not like Americans. They can drop like once every three years. They don't have to work as hard. He's starting a new record label, so he's looking for artists. So I think that's going to be his focus. Who do you think is going to be a rapper that, you know, jumps to another level? Glorilla. I think she's going to be the one. I think her style, her voice, her tone, and I think she can be versatile enough to get on different type of beats. I think she can get a, a anthem that Caucasoids like. Do you think she should stop telling people she didn't know fox ex- foxes were real and that um, she didn't know ham support? Nah, that's good. I don't think that's anything wrong with that. I think she's a young woman that isn't afraid, to be honest. She likes cracking jokes. She said she likes her boyfriend to nut on her food. Is <laughs> it true? So, hey, I like how she has fun. Shout out to Gloria, man. Big Gloria. Hallelujah. Yeah, so... Other than her, I would say I think Baby Kim will maybe go to another level. I don't know. I think his next project will be all right. I think all this time so. he's been doing this big tour with uh, Kendrick. Maybe he'll figure out, hey, what type of music do I need to make to go to another level? I think he'll do it. I hope so, because he's been he he's been like he was supposed to have done that by now, in my opinion. Everybody knows how good he is. His, his I mean, ever since his breakout project, he only put out one project. True. His breakout project was Die For My Bitch. That was, what, 2019? And then he put out the Melodic Blue 2021. It went gold. He put out the Deluxe recently, so he's still working that album. So I think he is going on the next level. Did Tyler drop his Gangster Grills album this year or last year? That was like last year. Okay. I wonder where he's at when he's coming back. He'll probably come back next year or something. He's been working on his fashion stuff. I think Kodak possibly can do it. Well, he's on the new record label, so they want him to go to the next level. I think he can possibly make a comeback. He seems like he cares about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know if he can go to that next level, though, because it seems like he always does or says something that makes people, I don't know, that alienates him or something. Yeah, or it does. Try yeah. to mention his criminal record and his treatment towards women, and that's not good, so. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what Big Sean's going to do, though. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm... Did kidding. you listen to his EP with Hit Boy? No. All right then. So, if you where's Wale been at? Huh? Where's Wale? Did he Wale. give up? Yeah. Who's all oh, the from DC? I was oh, thinking about whoa. shots of Wale. Damn, you said Wale. Of, yeah, I was thinking about shots of Wale. I was like, why are you asking me about shots of Wale? And then I was like, oh, damn. What do you mean? I haven't seen, heard of from him in a long time. And that's good. God bless him. I hope he's enjoying life with his. Family is friends. Hey, man. Me too. I'm he puts out music and it doesn't do well. So what do you want him to do? <laughs> Keep putting out music that doesn't sell. Eventually, you're going to have to chill or think of a new business plan. 
That's why I said back in the day, you used to always say, yeah, you said it even earlier today. Uh, you think I care about what white people think too much, but I, like I say with record sales, I pay attention to it because that lets you know the trajectory of an artist's career. Wale didn't sell well, so what is he going to do? You think he's going to keep making music? He's going to stop eventually. Well, maybe he should stop making like Jeremiah song, girl songs. Hey, man, that's all he knows how to do. He's in the game. He's trying to sell records. He's a mainstream artist. He signed to a major record label, so he's trying to figure out how he can make successful music that a big audience will like. He doesn't have the luxury of just being an independent artist, and I don't think he wants to be an independent artist. I think he wants to compete in the major leagues. And I know you don't care about white people that much. I was just kidding. I just didn't like. Yeah, I know you, it doesn't bother me. I was just didn't like how you were trying to bother Dion. And and I don't bother. See, and all, and, thing. and, and I'm all my wait. Let me say this. Let me say. Nah, this let me quick. say this real quick. HBCU <laughs> graduate. Deion Sanders, I didn't have a problem with him leaving to go to Snow Bunny University at Boulder, Colorado. Snow Bunny University. I respect him for what he's trying to do for his career and for his children. I don't have a problem with it. I think people have a problem with it because they they believe Deion's campaign and when he said he wanted to change HBCUs and the culture for the better. But, hey, you guys have to realize out there, these people are coaches. Coaches are human beings. And I've said this a few episodes ago, a few back in the, go look in the catalog. Lying is necessary. Lying happens all the time. Coaches lie. Politicians lie. Athletes lie. You don't want them to tell the truth. When athletes tell the truth, you criticize them. And then numbers lie. And then when, and then when they don't really say nothing, you say they're dry. He had to lie. How else was he going to get kids to come to Jackson State? You think he was they was going to believe him when he said, yeah, nigga, this is a three year plan for me to go to a big school. I'm just using this as a launching pad. Yeah, yeah, he can't say he can't say I'm using a black school as a launching pad. He had to sell a campaign and a program and make niggas believe. So I respect his hustle. I hope he does well at Colorado. I've seen some people criticizing him and saying, Dion, how come? At your coaching staff at Colorado, your offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator are white boys. They're not oh. black. Hey, hey, that's Dion, bro. You don't, you don't trust you niggas like that, all right? He's trying to run a real Power Five program. You think he's Bruce Arians trying to hire all these blacks? Or think, uh, what's, or what's my man in the Rams, Sean uh, Sean McVay? Or he has a lot of black people Detroit, too. Yeah, or even in Detroit. Uh, uh, no, even uh, what's my man, Kyle Shanahan? He has black coaches. Shout out D'Amico Ryan's defensive coordinator. Or you thought he was Dan Campbell? That's not Dion, and I don't blame him. Just because he's a black man doesn't mean he has to do things for black people. He's doing things for himself and his family, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think that people are like missing the fact that it's all about his son. Yeah, it's it's for his son, but it's that's also, mainly what it's for. Like that's why he coached also, his son in high school. He's yeah, like but, basically like I'm gonna make sure I'm overseeing overseeing how yeah. you, you progress in football. And it's also yes, it is for his son Shador because he believes in him. He thinks he can go to the next level. And you're right about that. I was thinking the same thing. Why is nobody mentioning that he, Shador is a sophomore about to be a junior? This is the time where, hey, if I really want to go to the NFL, I do have to make the jump to a bigger conference to play against better competition 
to show NFL teams that I can compete on this level as a quarterback. So you're right. That he's is a, he's responsible for his whole career. He coached him in high school and he probably wasn't really where he needed to be. He went to Jackson State, dominated in that. Now he's like, all right, we're going somewhere else and I'm going to coach you again. Like I'm making sure you get in the league. Mm-hmm. Because he wants one son to make it at least. Yeah, he doesn't believe in uh, Shiloh. That nigga's kind of... Because he has a one, he has a son older than him. Who? Dan Jr.? He just does yeah. media stuff. Yeah, but he played football too. He just probably wasn't... He you wasn't know, good. That's my point. So he was like, y'all little young ones, y'all gonna... One of y'all gonna get this shit right. Yeah, Shiloh ain't that good. He's okay. He's not that good. He's a safety... And then Shador is the one. He's the baby of the. And family. like I was saying earlier, I know you don't just care about uh, white people, and um, I I know uh, that. And shout out to all my West Africans. You know I love y'all, man. Like you know what I'm saying this is Dan. Sometimes he be nah. Just, don't don't listen to him, man. He's 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 an East Side boy. He's one of those. He nah. listens to the East Siders and he believes their conspiracies against us. Yeah, right. I love the East. I love. Y'all know West the East Side boys are jealous of us because I love my members. West African family members and everybody who's West African who knows me knows that. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't ever say that about me. Shout out to sometimes people out. like Dan. But y'all you, know. He I don't, don't like creating division sick. either because we all family at the end of the day. Just that sometimes people like Dan be like, you know what I mean? He likes to draw lines and stuff a lot. But. Shout out my East Side boys. Y'all know y'all. I know what y'all be saying. I mean, shout out my East Siders too, you know what I'm saying? But you know what I mean? But, the ladies be telling me what y'all say. But we be beating my... y'all in soccer. We beat y'all in everything, and y'all get mad. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but nah, you know what I mean. Shout out my West Side family. You know what I mean. Period. You know what I mean. That's what. Oh, period. What the hell? Oh, I forgot. We're still in all the women's slang. Yeah, not we. You guys are. You young hip hop brothers. Period is not theirs. They can't have it. Just because, <laughs> J- just because Carisha and JT and them be saying, I've been saying period. I made up the word dirty. You didn't invent it. It's the, I, I didn't invent it, but I've been saying that. They. Did. I didn't get that from them. Yeah, you did. Period. You little bitches can't be serious. Well, is Gunna serious? Is he out? Is he telling? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not like a part of the street nigga um, <laughs> administration. I don't know what the fuck is telling. And I'm not about to sit here and talk to a nigga about it for an hour to figure it out if it's happening or not. Like, you know, the street niggas in barbershops and shit really discussing this. Like, Oh, yeah, they are. And I, it is interesting because hey, this is hip hop. That's what they major in, that kind of shit. Yeah, and hey, based on what I'm seeing, seems like he technically told, but he didn't told he didn't tell because they can't use his plea agreement in court and he doesn't have to testify, but he did admit why it sells a gang and that people commit crimes so that they still can they jaywalk. They jaywalk yeah. before. That's the crime he's talking about. Yeah, well, he's talking about when him he got arrested with gun uh, with Young Thug, and he's like, "Yeah, all those guns and drugs." You said that's not yours, right? Yes, it's not mine. Oh, Only man. one other person in the car, but it's <laughs> not mine. <laughs> I mean, he has a scene in the movie where he says, "If you give him McDonald's, yeah, you might know something." Then he has the Crime Stoppers thing. So it's exactly just... when he kind of told already too. So that's why, hey, shout out to Gunner. I'm happy you're home. I'm still gonna listen to your music. I'm not gonna throw you away because you we never might. thought you were a tough guy no disrespect. exactly we did it and this that's the funny I mean, rihanna part. dressed like you one of my first one of our uh, one of our first episodes one of my first moments of i've noticed and oh people listening to us was when 
I was like, man, Gunner ain't no thug. Gunner, I was like, man, you guys, you gotta leave him alone, man. Gunner is a gangster. He's a crip. I was like, whoa, people are trying to respect Gunner's street ties. So, hey, man, salute to you, Gunner. I'm happy you're home. I'm happy you're free. I'll still listen to your music. I'm still a fan of yours. I'm not throwing you away because of a decision you had to make for your freedom. Who am I to judge? So, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not really about all that street shit. I don't really yeah, yeah, yeah. love it. But at the same time, I hope he, like, this is hypocritical of me. I hope yeah, he, he, told, he told I hope he doesn't, man. like, you know what I mean, throw them under the bus. Because I just feel like, I mean, with the Rico, you never know. They could have probably at least gave him five to seven years, which he's not going to want to do. But I just feel like what they were trying to charge him with he could have like maybe i'm not about to say what nobody could have did when it comes to jail so i'm I'm not saying that but i just feel like i don't know if, if this gets somebody else in a worse condition but he could have maybe did like another six months or something or like you know what i mean maybe next hey, summer dude, he's not doing that man he's trying to he's trying to drink. i just feel like come on man like you know what i mean you got money when you come out like you ain't like it's almost like the michael vick thing like his cousin's they ain't have to like, you know what I mean? They could have held it down a little bit, but I can't say that. Like nobody wants to be in fucking jail. Exactly. Salute living me. a lavish life. And all that shit is dumb anyways. You guys got rich just to keep doing bullshit. Like that. Allegedly, you know. Yeah, allegedly. So but man, he's gonna have a snitch jacket on him, period. I and mean, hey, there's there's some people's eyes. It'll never yeah. go away. But that's okay. I mean, Clifford snitched on his dead cousin, so there's informants in rap already. So yeah, I'm surprised that didn't even get all the street administration riled up that much. (laughs) I think because uh, Clifford isn't a relevant artist. If this came out in 2006, I think he would be under surveillance. People like Boosie were supposed to like tweet about him by now. They did. Well, Boosie's part of the council. Yeah, Boosie is his friend, so he can't say it. Oh, yeah. And people let their friends snitch. Exactly. You know that. Or they let their friends. Well, being a CEO is not really that bad. The CEOs are not cops. Yeah, it's still technically kind of bad because. He didn't tell us for a reason. That's the reason why he knew it would look funny. That's all. Even though he said some of his OGs told him to do it. Well, I mean, hey, what else is he going to say? Is he going to say? How else they going to get their weed in there? Yeah, man. Sorry. Willie Roberts, you're good with me, man. And I wanna, you're good with me, too. Yes, we are a gang, y'all. And I didn't know it. I didn't know it. Yes, we are a gang. <laughs> More than what? Like three or four people was a gang, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so more than four people is a gang, and they jaywalked before. That's all he's talking about. Nah, he didn't talk about jaywalking. He said, he said, y'all not saw, I know brothers that committed crimes, your honor. <laughs> the judge knows people that committed crimes. Yeah, exactly, but the judge didn't have to take a plea deal because, you know, he didn't get caught up in the mix, but hey. I just hope he stays good on that probation. I hope they let him stay. I think, he'll, I think he'll be okay. I think gonna, once he's free, I don't think he's gonna be uh moving around with dangerous people anymore maybe i wonder how this affects his career because he signed a ysl but now that he said ysl is a gang can he get out of that contract i wonder that's interesting i wonder if future is going to be his friend anymore i don't think he can i don't think atlanta can be gunner's friend because they're all gunner's friend because they were young thug's friend first and young thug needs props because i saw um Walker's mom on Math Papa's show, and she was talking about how no artist, you shouldn't sign to an artist because they'll never let you be bigger than them. But Young Thug to me is one one artist that I've seen allow his artists get as big as him. Yeah, he is. 
he really was solid with Gunner and Gunner's career. Like he kept it solid, like totally solid. Like Young Thug deserves props for that. Yes, and he did take a song, a Gunner song for his own hit in surfing. <laughs> like yeah, a, he like hot. a good also do give you that song, boy. It was hot. Oh yeah, he took. Oh yeah, the bigger one. Give me. Oh yeah, I need that one. Woo! I mean, that happens all the time, but still, he didn't like getting his way. It seems. Yeah, except for that one, he said. He said, "I'll give you three-headed snake, and you mm. give me hot sick trade." I like three-headed snake, but it ain't like hot. Uh, that's almost a bad trade, like the Britney Griner for the drug, the uh, guns merchant. It's a sick trade. Hey, at least it shows that America thinks that hey, if you a baller and you know how to, you know how to ball out, we'll we'll get you home. Yeah, that's America. America. So that should a- teach everybody in America a lesson. Who's like, oh, now America's lives are threatened when we're overseas. They're gonna think they can kidnap us and get like a political prisoner back. No, nigga, if you're not a baller, they don't want you. But if you yeah. are a baller and you got and you know what I mean, you can do your thing. America will fuck with you. So that should inspire you to ball out in life. Yeah, America's obsession with celebrity is real. And you if you can use it to your advantage, do it. That is right. I've got ASAP Rocky out, right? Exactly. We yeah. gotta get ASAP Rocky. Exactly. America, <laughs> America loves celebrity. So if you're able to become a celebrity, you can use that to your benefit. You're right. Good. Why point. did Trump want ASAP Rocky out? Why do we have to get him? Because he said I need Rocky out ASAP. I think Kim Kardashian told him to, and he said, All right. You bad enough. I'm gonna listen. Yeah, something like that. So, hey, salute and salute to Chris Paul. That little punk graduated from an HBCU <laughs> today. Yeah, because I'm about to say he never went to one. Yeah, he did now. <laughs> that little punk. You still don't like him? When did the uh, Chris Paul hate start? He's a, he's a bizarre. Yeah, when did it start? Like you've been consistent on this. Yeah, I'm never going off it. Chris Paul, yeah, up for life, you little buster. What did he do to you? Hey, man. It's what he does to other people. He acts like he's a hell of a man. He acts like he's a good brother, but he's a hell fucker. of a man. He's a fucker on the court. He hits people. He's dirty. He flops. He's just a little trick. He's like a he's like one of those little brats in school that would act like he's a good kid, but he's bad, and he'll go cry and tell teachers on you. He's like Randall from Recess. He's a what about young? What about young sex? Doesn't he be starting stuff, or he just be balling? Nah, nah. Sx be doing his thing and free, free sex, man. Free young thug, man. Is there anybody else that's named Sex? Richie Sexton, salute to you. You don't know him. That's old school baseball. Richie. Oh, so there was an OG Sex. Yeah, he's a white man. Is Young Sex still balling? Colin. Yeah. Oh, it was Richie Sexin. Whoa, this is different. Whoa. <laughs> and you know what his nickname was? Big Sexy. You can't deny it. If I was calling Sexin, that would be my name, too. Yeah. Who else? Wasn't there a wrestler that's nickname was Big Sexy? It's Kevin Nash. Oh, yeah. I used to have his action figure as a kid. Shout yeah. out to the Wolfpack. Yeah. With the Illuminati symbol. Mm-hmm. Throw I act up, like you know about up. wrestling. You don't know about wrestling. Throw it up, throw it up. Huh? You don't know about wrestling, boy. <laughs> I'm a wrestling guy. Who was your favorite wrestler? Shawn Michaels and Kevin Nash. I'll show like you Stone this Cold? right now. Look at this. You didn't like Stone Cold and um. Look at this. I have a Wolfpack shirt on right here, boy. I'm getting better. You didn't like Stone Cold and the Rock, huh? You didn't like Stone Cold and the Rock. I told you I'm a WCW guy. I like Diamond Dallas Page, the One Two Three Kid. What about um Sting? 
Eh, he didn't talk, bro. Was he fake Undertaker? <laughs> Not really. He was just he was just a mute to me. I think he was supposed to be like like scary like Undertaker now that I get older. Like well, not scary, but just the same kind of like mysterious vibe. And you know, he'd be sitting in the stands and shit coming from the ceiling. Yeah, that's one of the best uh entrances in, in the game. What about Jeff Bagwell? Was he WCW? Big Papa Punk. Buff yeah, Buff Bagwell. Yeah, I think he was at first. But he blew up as a WWE brother. Yeah, I didn't really like WCW that much. Yeah, that's what I grew up on. Shout out Harlem Heat. Shout out all that. Shout out Giant. Yeah, old school. Oh, you talking about Big Show? Yeah, when he was the Giant. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's the Big Show. All so right. how come? Um, so you going to the future joint? You said. Yeah, probably. Where is it going to be at? Wherever the Wizards play, I, I called it the MCI Center a couple of days ago, and Osei was laughing. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. That's what it is to me still. Oh, no. BJ met the president of the Commanders, Jason Wright. Mm. Why is he hanging out with him? Fuck, fuck <laughs> the Commanders, man. Huh? I said, fuck the Commanders, man. But why you say it low like that? It's weird, man. I'm not even like... Oh, Lord. I'm not even like I just it's my family's fault. I grew up in a Cowboys family, so I naturally just don't like the Commanders. There's nothing wrong with that. And they don't even bother me really. You should be a Cowboys fan. You should have a Michael Irvin jersey. No, I think the only Cowboys jersey I would ever wear, Michael Parsons, probably would be Michael Irvin. Honestly, yeah, the playmaker man, or Dez. Then you want that 88 on you? I mean, that's Irvin, too. And now CD, punk ass. Wait, yeah, yeah. there's not too many Cowboys jerseys I would wear. I'd probably wear the 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 lineman that they had in, in the 90s. Oh, you that Nguyen? Is that what you want? Not a lineman. The black lineman. They had a lot of black linemen. The, the legendary one. I don't know. I'm not really. Yeah, I, 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 I just, I don't know. Oh, there's not like a. Legendary I don't have like a fan one, cowboy. On a legendary lineman shirt, that's nasty. I don't. That's the only person I really fuck with. I don't really fuck with the Cowboys. Like Emmitt Smith was cool, but I don't really like him hey, like that. Hey, hey, before we go, shout out Juan Dixon. That brother's on Cheaters Exposed Baltimore. <laughs> oh man, national champion Juan Dixon. <laughs> well, Juan Anthony Dixon. They oh, call them different things. Juan Nathan Dixon. That's not all, oh, and he's next to a young. Uh, she looks like she, she looks like she can either be a snow bunny or half white. Salute to you, brother. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know what's going on. Jason well, Whitlock called it waiting to exit hell. Yeah, man. Well, <laughs> it all comes full circle, man. We started with the snow buddies and we ended with the snow buddies, man. Dang, is there really? Is it coming? <laughs> So we never shipped that off of us, black men. We, nah, we still love them convos. We coming back to him. We still love him forever. Hey man, Snow Bunny City. You might catch me at Arlington tonight. Get you a a brown girl or something. You don't gotta go to the white girls. Nah, you're right. There's too many Kim K's out here and Cuban links. Kim K's a white woman. What are you saying? She's not white. She is white, but she's hey. at least she's Armenian. That's yeah, that's called that's Caucasoid. They white, but hey, I'm gonna give me a Ghanaian queen. I don't know about Jamal. You see, he wants a white woman. I don't. No, 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 no. 